<clears throat> Who's going? <sighs> Shit, I I don't know. <laughs> Up to you. Hey, I, like, I do. Would you like, would you like to? Share I, I would. Or? I would like to go first, just uh, safety insurance in case you get tired. No, come on, it's not gonna be like that, bro. No, dude, it, I'm gonna. We have. It's cool. Okay, I'm. I'm traumatized, but but I understand. Oh, I'm not. Fuck, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're good. You're good. You're good. I just. Yeah, that's the only reason why. Honestly, I don't like have a preference unless it's nighttime. Okay, you know I. I hear where I hear where you're coming from. I I know I've let you down on multiple occasions, so I I I, I totally get the sentiment. So yeah, let's let's go with you. Okay, okay. Um, let me close the door real quick. F- f- three seconds. Yeah, I got you. <sighs> All right. <sighs> nice and goes, you know. You ready? Let's do it. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, cow. Oh, wait, fuck. <laughs> today is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> today, today, wait, what is it? Okay, today is August 11th. August 10th. 2021. Tuesday. For me, it's Wednesday already, but... um, Cow, sir. How's it going? It's uh today has not been good, but there I've had some great days. I've had a lot of good days. So you know, sometimes you get a bad one and that was today. Yeah. Uh I just I don't know, I just felt like I kinda hated myself. Like I don't know, I just looked in the mirror and I just hated the way I looked today and you know, I messed with my hair for a really long time and put on like 30 different outfits and when <laughs> and I, I just get really flustered when when this starts happening and it's it's just, it's so hard to explain uh and like get people to understand like the feeling but i i look in the mirror and start fixing my hair and it just never looks the way i want it to and i try to pull myself from the mirror and sometimes i do but i just have to go peek again and then I start messing with it. And I'm, I'm not even kidding. I, I Today, I probably spent an hour and a half messing with my hair. I I just can't help it. And it's like, it just sucks me in. Like, I, I, all I have to do is just walk out the front door. And then I, I stop touching my hair. It's it's really just like the the act of walking out of the front door is really difficult for me. And I need to learn how to just be better at being able to just throw on clothes and don't care about the way my hair looks and just be able to just walk outside because that kind of ruined today <laughs> like yeah but other than that that was the the bad thing that happened but i did bike uh to treasure island which is an island that is in the middle of the bay bridge it's about like two miles from san francisco you can't you can't actually bike to san francisco yet from berkeley oh because because none of the bridges have a bike lane that's fully built but the bay bridge is working on it i don't know who in their right mind would want to bike to san francisco from berkeley it's 
the traffic is coming at you. So there's just no draft at all. You're just being hit with wind and it's all uphill. And I, I did half of it and it was brutal. It was so brutal. I was like, my, my legs were jello afterward. Um, I did that. And then something about Oakland. I don't know if you've ever been, have you? No, I have not. Oh, it's, they just don't care about their skyline. They'll just build anything. You know what I mean? They just, uh, they just throw anything up. Like this, this is how Oakland looks. You'll have like a gas station, right? Then a giant parking lot, like a giant parking lot. And then next to that, a 20 story tall, uh, rectangle. And then next to that, like the highway Uh and then maybe two trees in between all of it. And it's, it's just not a really, it's not a good city. I don't <laughs> like Oakland at all. I don't like the way it looks. And riding through kind of made me depressed too. Not going to lie. I don't know what it is. I'm so sensitive to just like scenery. If the scenery isn't right, it really just gets gets to me really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know that already, but. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, uh, was it yesterday? The day before yesterday was a very amazing day. And that's something I really want to talk about. I met this guy named Ben. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, so so I'm just uh, sitting at the piano. I, I was learning some Minecraft songs because I just love, there's like contemporary music, it just keeps piano fresh, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, Sweden, I don't know if you know that song in the Minecraft soundtrack, but I was just uh, practicing that at the, at the piano in Berkeley. And then Ben, I, I, I always wanted to get his number. I, I met him about three weeks ago and I never got the opportunity to get his name or any details about him, but I remember his face and he's just, he has a very Swedish face and his hair is like bleach blonde, like almost white uh, and it's curly, but it's short. And uh, he was wearing like a Ben Davis uh like zip up shirt which was really cool and like short denim shorts and uh yeah good outfit i was like ben well i didn't know his name yet but i was like yo it's so i'm so happy that we got to meet each other again like what this is so great and then we just had a little conversation about things i asked him about why he has a flip phone and then he told me that he got uh he just one day just gave up screens. Like, why can't we just use a flip phone? <laughs> right. Like, I that's mean, the, that's you, the ultimate you, solution. Would you be willing to switch right now? Well, I've been looking at flip phones. It's it's it would be really hard, but but it's imp- like he says you're it really is one of the best decisions he ever made was using a flip phone. And and like I was like, how did you get because he, he ended up going to my house later for dinner and he was like, yo, what street do you live on? And then he had to memorize the directions. And he did. And he's like, your brain gets good at that. He's like, you don't need GPS after you get a flip oh, phone. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. He's like, you just pick up on certain things that he, like your phone is a crutch. And he's like, you you really kind of depend on it for a lot of things. And getting rid of it is liberating. That's what he told me. And then, uh, and then he uh, introduced me to his friend, Lou. Yeah, I think I told you a little about her. She's... Mm-hmm an incredible human being and the way she talks i've never heard anyone talk the way she talks she's just not 
you can tell that she doesn't she's not interested in things that like aren't in that don't involve her and i'm not saying this in like a narcissistic sense or like a self-absorbed sense but like the things that matter to ben and lou are i think because they're so cut off from you know pop culture and like celebrities and all these different things is they just don't talk about that stuff. They, yeah, they just talk about their immediate circle and the drama that goes on within their circles. And it's just, I've never heard anyone talk like them. And, and they're so well-spoken and very artsy and very like, you know, they're, they're hippies. They're from Santa Cruz and they, they definitely like have adopted that 60s culture. Hmm. So it was so awesome. And then we, we sat down and had Thai food and had some really deep conversations about um, well, psychedelic drugs. And, you know, they had their stories about people in Santa Cruz doing them. And I told them a little bit about my brother, not the full story. Yeah. And they found it interesting. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Ben came over for dinner. Yeah. And then it was awesome. We, we kind of just, just like went on a bike ride too, right? Yeah. And then after we had dinner, we hopped on our bikes and he... We went on like a, <laughs> we left the house at 11 and we got home at 1.30 a.m. Mm. And we, we biked so far. Uh, it was my, my yeah. It was like 20 miles. Uh-huh. It's incredible. Great, great how, bike ride. How old are they again? Do you know? Uh, 21 is Ben and uh, Lou's like 23. Okay. Are they, yeah. are they in school or are they just kind of working uh, in? So here's the situation with Ben is he's actually suspended from UC Santa Cruz. For uh, protesting. Oh. oh, shit. Yeah. So him and a few other people, the council is what they call it, uh, got together and really got a good protest going. Like, had a lot of people behind it. And it was, you know, rising housing prices in Santa Cruz. He told me, apparently, you can't get a good private room in Santa Cruz for under $1,200 a month. That's it. That wow. is ridiculous. That is insane. And... So he decided to protest, and once when he was caught protesting, uh, he was not allowed on campus, and he still went to campus because he didn't take it seriously. And when he st- started walking on campus when he wasn't supposed to, apparently they were taking pictures of him and tracking him down and using surveillance to to kind of have evidence against him. And yeah, then they brought him to court and suspended him for three semesters, and were trying to get him on other charges, but. Uh, they settled. They did. You know, you know what I mean. They talked it, talked it through, and so th- you know what he does. This is this is incredible. You know what he does with his with his three months away from school is he goes and lives on a co op in Oregon. In Oregon, yeah, and he's a biologist and like m- kind of like an ag biologist. So he just knows everything about soil and plants, and so he moves to Oregon in a, in a co op and just teaches all these people how to farm and they kind of just live in a self-sustaining village for and three months. he lives yeah. there for three months yeah and uh he was yeah he was there for a few months and he learned how to play piano up there too and that's when he decided to get a flip phone so pretty incredible story and and now he's made his way back here because this is where he grew up and yeah, funny. He also knows Michael Shaben's daughter, <laughs> which is just a coincidence. They're mm. they're friends. Yeah. So, um, have you have you met them again ever since you first met them? 
No, after, after that whole thing went down and no i have not met them oh, i have not spoke to them since they yeah. they're all on the east coast now but they we have plans to like hang out again once they're back on breaks but yeah not anytime soon yeah that's okay that's okay i, I know last time wasn't the best but no i just honestly. try to block that memory out yeah yeah no worries um yeah, it was just cool to meet new people. I just love people so much. I love people. And I just get really sad when I don't talk to anybody for a long time. Like, I just see all these people, like, just huge groups of friends. And I just, it's like, don't take that for granted. I just want to go up to them and just be like, do you realize, like, how amazing this is? That you're just, like, walking around with, like, eight people. I don't even know. I don't even care how close you guys are. Just the fact that you're like shoulder to shoulder with other humans, just eating food, going for walks. Like I'm so jealous of that. And I just hope like if you ever find yourself with, you know, just a nice circle of friends, don't take it for granted because I've been kind of living a solitary life for like a year now. (laughs) I don't really hang out with anybody. I mean, most like most of my life is spent alone now and it's depressing but this was refreshing and re- kind of is like rejuvenating me <laughs> just talking to people you know mm-hmm. yeah well, i mean for me i'm sure you know this about me i don't really like big groups yeah at I all find that, i find that ridiculous well i mean maybe not just big groups but just you know intimate human interaction in general you don't get that in big groups I think you can, and I have that's, before. That's no way. What do you mean? Yes. yes. How? That, that is the most beautiful thing, and that is, in my opinion, the natural human way. It's it's difficult to do, but I think that's what humans did for a long time was had these huge intimate circles where like, it, everyone was just comfortable with each other. Oh, yeah, comfortable. But yes, intimate too. For me, at least, it's hard to make a connection with someone, especially when you're, especially if the big group isn't. For me, I think specifically for me is conversation. Like I, I, I need a a dyadic conversation to work, and I don't think it works with eight people because it's it's unless you just talk to one person the whole time, you have to talk to multiple people, and it's like you, it's like it's like finishing half a sentence before you moving on to the next. It I agree. Complete. Yes, I agree, and I I don't think that it's possible to have a real conversation with eight people but what i mean is like you, you it's not like eight people sitting in a sitting on a round table all trying to talk at the same time it's more like you have eight intimate close friends and you can hang out with like you know one of them on one day two of them on another day four of them oh maybe we can get everyone together does that make sense just like a close knit oh. friend group and you can have little in, 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 intimate like you know duos within it or trios or yeah yeah I, I see what you mean i see what you mean i mean i had that merced right with we had three girls and three guys me samir derek and then kaimana kate and windy yeah it's nice isn't it uh yeah no? i mean first of all windy i mean kind of left because she just didn't really like the guys anymore oh really and, and they were weird situations of one person liking the other and i see that's know, always a difficult thing in, in friend groups it's always hard right. to keep them together especially when it becomes romantic well well that's why i don't really believe in the idea of that 
Right. And, and the idea of these long, big, big friend groups that are supposed to stay together. Right. I, mm. I feel like it's a either unrealistic or B very, very rare. Right. Mm. And, and it's so rare to the point where like, it's not worth pursuing that rather pursuing for me, at least what I like to do is just individual people. And, and yes, occasionally we'll get into like big groups and that happens and it's not ideal. It's not something I'll go for, but it's something that will naturally happen. Mm. But something that I always fall back on are just individual people that I'm willing to spend time with and grow with and not have like a group, like a, it's almost like a chicken farm where <laughs> I, I pull a few out every so often, you know? Yeah. I guess um, you don't have like this burning desire to, well, I, I don't know, like tribalism. It's, me? It's, yeah. For me, I I have like, I'm just like obsessed with tribalism. Like I just, mm-hmm. like belong to a tribe. I, I I just wish I could have a, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just that's just like a burning passion of mine, and I just can't seem to fulfill it. I mean, how how long do you think you've held this passion? Was it? Uh, like, I've seen journal time? entries of me complaining about it back to uh, last year. Okay, but, but even then, before, oh, beyond that, yes, all the way through high school, yes, I've always wanted a friend group, and I and I did have a great friend group for a while. Like, ah, I'll never forget just hanging out with Marcus and Lauren and Harley, um, like every single day, and Julius, like that was the group, Marcus, mm-hmm. Lauren, Harley, Julius, and I. That was the greatest thing ever. And and I made sure I was the uh, the one who made sure nothing romantic would happen. I like that. That's just not acceptable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, there was multiple situations where it got a little weird, and I just had to talk to people and make sure. <laughs> I think I've told you how like I'm the only one who hasn't hit on Lauren in that group. Marcus has hit on Lauren. Yes everyone and it's like just so frustrating that they're just like willing to just ruin such a beautiful thing yeah so you understand where i'm coming from now with anna right when i originally was so scared of quote-unquote going after her quote-unquote going after her i when i first was like contemplating whether or not i should do anything oh yeah you understand that you know i i get that yeah i do get that yeah but hmm yeah, I do get that. Yeah, because it's it always risks something, and in this case, the something like you say with Lauren, you know, you you risk a friendship, guaranteed. I would say less of a risk, but more of a guarantee that you lose yeah. a friendship if things don't work out. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But, but also, no, I kind of like I I don't know for some reason why I can imagine myself like. Hmm. I could imagine myself pursuing something romantic with somebody and if it didn't work out, it just wouldn't really matter. If okay. we just continue as friends, honestly. No, no, yeah, I'm sure you can do it, but can they do it? I would only choose someone who I knew would be capable of handling that. Right, yeah, that's true. I mean, I made myself promise um, that I won't, you know, be that, but I can tell now that, like, yo, if this happens to end abruptly, yeah, I, I will not take it well. Uh, really? I, no, definitely not. 
No, okay, wow. wait. To, to clarify, as not take a while as I'm like, I will be severely, severely damaged. Yeah. Parsing was invested <laughs> in invested in a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um Why? Well, I, I mean <laughs> No, I mean I did that's, I guess Yeah, I guess what you have with uh, Anna is just not what I had with Molly. It's definitely completely different. I mean, well, yeah, we're two different fucking people, and yeah, that's that's fair. But um, I have never felt like. I guess I've never had the fear of abandonment from uh, from a per- from another person. Honestly, did you ever feel like weird. relied on Molly? Never. I and that almost sounds wrong. Like I kind of hate to say that, but yeah, never. Like. If if Molly woke up one day and said like I don't want to be with you anymore, I don't. I guess yeah. I mean, of course, I would have been fucking sad. Like, don't get. I'm not like some heartless monster, but yeah, yeah. But it it wouldn't like ruin me, not at all. I would just be like confused and want to know why, and then kind of move on. I guess I've never been like obsessed with anybody, and I've never been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had shit, and I always ask this questions like could I, could i is there someone out there that i would be obsessed with and is there someone out there that i would have even a, <laughs> that's such a weird question to bring no, up so but yeah wait, but like, like is there someone out there who i will just like be in love with like to another degree hmm. like i have no idea i mean cow for being realistic probably I know, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. Like, well, and, and, he, and yeah. this, I hate to say this, um, but I feel like I have room. Like, I feel like there's more. I don't. I, I don't feel like I really felt at all, and like, was was ever like fully. Fuck, you know what I get. I, it's I, I do, hard to articulate. Yeah, I do, and for me, it's a different, different quandary in that I. The problem I have constantly is that I don't have a frame of reference. Mm. I don't know what to compare this to. Yeah, and so I'm constantly questioning myself: Is this? Is this? Is this the full feeling? You know. Mm. I mean, yes, I've compared this to like old times when I had crushes on people. Like, yeah, this is way bigger than that. You know. This is way bigger than that. But still, it, it's hard to compare. It's hard mm. to compare. Yeah. Um, um, mm. Also, I have an idea. Mm. Um, I know. Another fucking idea. <laughs> oh, you, you always got to keep but, it coming. You know, one but day but seriously, um, I want to start a classical music radio. <laughs> That'd be the coolest thing ever because it's all royalty free after 75 years. That's when the copyright limitations right. end. And, yeah. uh, I mean, but what's not free is the radio station. Oh, well, no, this would just be like a podcast pretend radio station. Oh, oh, I oh, would, oh, oh. I would never attempt to like get an AM or FM spot. That would be so expensive and probably could not get, I mean, classical music isn't that popular, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So, so, so you would just, play i want something that is just me and and 
the the 60s podcast which i still am interested in i still have interviews lined up for it is is a good idea but i want something that's just very me and i kind of thought of this after i had like a crazed uh ocd episode um and this is it's gonna be (laughs) i i like oddly i like really specific titles that are like too long but um Cal's classical recommendations and thoughts about civilization. And you kind of just, you come in, right? Imagine you come in, right? And then like maybe a little bit of a piano introduction. I don't know, whatever I'm feeling. It will change every episode. Mm -hmm. And then I sit down with a guest and I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. Maybe we talk about primitivism. Maybe we talk about Marxism. Maybe we talk about something that isn't political, anything I want. I always like the anything you want kind of format. And then I go, and now here's some Eric Satie and then kind of just play some piano music. Like it's a radio and you're just along for the ride. Maybe you listen to it while studying, driving, casual listening with some piano. I like that. I like that. I can even see maybe where it's like, it's actually just music playing and then like every once in a while <laughs> every once in a while like it the music just fades out and then you just like say a random thought you know it's like you know what if bro what just hear me out man like what if like just all deer just disappeared from the u.s <laughs> <laughs> and, and i it doesn't be that arbitrary but like and then and then like okay you can even just like end off with that it's just like it's like, yo, what if? And then, and then you just come back on, and it just keeps playing. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then every so often, you know, like, it, like words just come out, and like you start speaking. Yeah, I, I isn't that so I nice? Yeah, it sounds like just a project, you know, just something you can do and just have it out there. Yeah, something um, chill, something that doesn't take that much effort, but but still has permanence. And also something that gives you a chance, to, like, explore. So like, you can find classical music and find things that you want to. Yes, on there, and I'm sure the MP3 is free. It's not. It's obviously royalty free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you, and I think having guests on is obviously going to add a level of complexity. So, like, even just starting out was just talking about yourself or talking to yourself almost. Yeah, and of course, you can come on too. You know, mm-hmm. we're always helping each other with our projects. Yeah, um. Yeah. So that's that's definitely something I'm interested in. Um. And then my last thought and idea of the day is like, are we doomed? Like are, is humanity and civilization doomed within our lifetimes or within our children's lifetime? Like I've never really, th- mean? I mean, yes. We're yeah. So, so doomed. like, um, are people going to be in like a detrimental situation soon? Like, will the world be in disarray? Okay. I, I don't know. Like capitalism really is a disease. And it, it's really like we're in a tough spot. We are in a very tough spot. And and just living in California, you really feel the climate change and it's kind of terrifying. Um Yeah. Yeah. Wait, have you felt it personally? Yeah, like even in Berkeley. Like everyone here is like it's like scary. Like this is this is i mean it, these seem like subtle things but people are getting air conditioning units and put into their homes that that's that is unheard of in berkeley hmm. 
like that is not even a thing that was ever a thing um i feel like it just happened too i feel like i never really even noticed climate change until recently um and it's terrifying and i the uh ben he's a biologist major and he's kind of obsessed with learning about our topsoil and our climate because it is important to him as a farmer and he's he's genuinely concerned about california and the future of california like he thinks that it will be a desert state sooner or later like within our lifetimes it's just going to continue to rain less and less until it will not rain that much or not rain at all and every year we just get less and less and less and this is another drought. We just came off a drought. There's been like three major droughts in my lifetime. Like how bad is it going to get? Right. I don't see anything. I don't see this slowing down either. I mean, like I, I really think just civilization itself. I don't even think it really matters what political system we choose, what ideology we adopt. Like just the idea of civilization. It's just such a short-lived thing and especially postmodern like this isn't gonna last a long time i feel there's there's just there's so many different ways it can just undo itself and there's so little ways we can keep everything together mm-hmm. and cooperation i mean look look at look at the state of the world there is absolutely no way we will have cooperation among countries to try to solve anything like as long as the world is a capitalist world, these uh, giant nations will continue to try to step on each other. But, I mean, these thoughts, you know, these concerns. You know, one of the things I think I've become disillusioned to a bit is just talking to some Harvard students and hearing them speak. Mm. Like, sometimes they... I don't know you'd think that this place is a place of solutions. But it also seems like there's so much excess air. (laughs) You know? People just use it and and just speak their mind. And I'm not saying this is you. But it reminded me of this one conversation I had with someone who was just talking about something about, like, government and, like, bureaucracy at the CIA level and surveillance. And then I asked him, it's like, okay, so like, are you interested in working on this? Or like, no, I just find this interesting. And I don't know, that just got me really down. It's like, yo, you, so you don't want to work on this? Like, why are you, why are you so interested? But like, he's interested in the idea of it, Mm. but not so interested in addressing it. Yeah, I I get that. I get that. Yeah, and I, I, and I, I honestly, I'm a bit of a victim to this too, because like at this so point, I don't, I. I, I, I don't know, a victim of the sense that like I don't really think about these thoughts anymore of existentialism or, or that, because I feel like it's such, for me at least, it's such, it's such a, you know, loop of a thought, because after you stop, after you think about it, it's like okay, now where am I? And I realized more and more that nothing's changed, you know? Yeah. And I prefer to just think about the things that I I need to get done now. And 
And maybe I've become a bit idealistic on the sense that if I just change a small thing or just do something small and then over time do small things add up. Yeah. Maybe that's just a way of looking at things that just gives me peace at night, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but like what 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 do we do like doing things? I also talked about this with Lou and Ben. Like doing things, I just don't even know what to do. Like you, you just do what you enjoy, right? Is that really all you can do? Like, what does it, what does it even mean to do a thing? You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is 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 just reading up on something and finding it interesting not enough? Mm, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I read a. I read a book today. Well, not the whole thing, but I read a few papers from a, you know, it's a compilation of papers and by John Zerzan, he's the anarcho-primitivist. And yeah, I get what you're saying. I read this and, you know, he's complaining about how the world sucks. And then, yeah, I kind of just scratched my head and I'm like, you know, this is very interesting, but you know, what's the, th- what's the thing that I do now? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, like, <laughs> okay okay so you know and it's it's a tough thought to deal with you know it's like okay so it's just so easy to say it it's almost it's almost like it's like you can like destroy half of the thought that's being said out there with okay so yeah maybe that's why i like stories so much because i can i can have a really direct okay so like okay i'm listening to the stories okay so well because when you share stories you yourself grow even by the smallest bit and the person who shares it feels a bit better knowing that their story lives on in someone else now mm. and that's you know f- fuck it so sure i'm not changing the fucking world yeah but that's one small difference i'm willing to make you know a bit by bit a bit by bit Hmm. but you know I'm also curious like given that class is over now you know like what's the plan in terms of uh, are are you are you going to enroll fall semester yeah I already picked my classes and stuff oh shit what wait when's class starting 24th this August of this month oh okay. yeah um you know religious studies English 1b uh, I don't have to take math, which I'm kind of happy about. Uh-huh. <laughs> no offense to math people out there, but, you know, just, but, but yeah, as a, just studying liberal arts, like I study, like I do this, I'm taking this religious studies class. Well, do I just go, so? Like, it's so hard to pair up the, the doing thing. In liberal arts. Mm. That's why I always just feel so like, you know, directionless in life sometimes is I do all the studying and then I kind of just put the book down. And... Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what I'm concerned with, you know, because like, I think that's what existentialist thought can really do to you. Because you're so wrapped up in these grand, grand mechanisms of life and existence and 
doom and death and you forget that your life is ticking by. So I wouldn't really equate this thought with liberal studies per se. Because, you know, religious studies, thinking about how people, people, you know, ultimately I think everything relates back to people, but how people decide to explain the metaphysical, right? Explain the unexplainable and how they construct ethics of life through faith. That informs you how to live in a way too. And seeing the patterns of faith across different religions, how every religion has a has a pattern of salvation. You know that that can be personal to people. But I think existentialism is a really tough one to relate back to people. Mm. But but then let's like let's think of a situation where no one really uh, takes a step back and you know, has an existential moment, like, what world would that look like? I, I think, I think there's, there's also beauty in this book I'm reading, that which is getting me to have these, like, are we doomed thoughts? But it, we, we need these, these types of thoughts. Like, mm. are we doomed? I think is a great question. Like, you cannot tell if humanity is doomed if you just go along by your day and just live your life. But you have to, you know, take a step back, look through a wider lens, and and look at the subtleties, like what's happening to the world, what's happening to people as a whole. Now, I, I do agree, it's difficult. Like, you know, what, what what the fuck do I do with this information? But But if no one does it, I think some really terrible things can happen. I think you you can get caught up and lost in the system hmm. that's a that's a good point actually i didn't really think about it that way some thoughts need to be thought by someone like kind of the giver you know yeah it needs to be held by someone but i don't think it should become an obsession it shouldn't be the only thing you do in life oh yeah oh yeah no, that's a very good point point. and as long as you recognize that i think it, it would always be all right yeah. That's like a really good thought actually. But but I do need I just need some shit to do. Like, you know, I I can't keep reading fucking political theory all day, dude. It's it's depressing and and I feel like I I do just need to find some something to do. Um So, you know, you have I'm, plenty, right? <laughs> I know that there's so much shit to do, David. Um, <laughs> but I've decided to just become obsessed with the things that don't really have doing next to them no, in an obvious it's, place. It's exactly what you said. Like, don't get us obsessed with existentialism. Well, like that that you know, obviously you're you're um alluding to the theme of balance. You know, there's thinking and then there's doing, and you've done plenty of thinking, great thinking. I mean, the past five minutes have really changed my mind about thinking about existentialism. I realized yeah. I haven't had any of those thoughts recently, and I think I should. So, yeah. so yeah, your thinking has really changed someone else. No, that's me. But like anything, you want to balance, right? And doing. And I think sometimes you think so much that doing becomes insignificant, and that's why you choose maybe not to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you have that podcast idea, that classic music. So, like, go find something. You know, we had that idea of a story, you know? And there's a reason why, like, I thought about maybe doing the document 
for us and sharing it with you. I feel like, no, I think it'd be nice, you know, like when you decide to choose something and, and stick to it. And even if it's just the first step of sharing a document or, or finding one classical piece of music and downloading the MP3 in a way that's beautiful because it symbolizes a choice. Like you took the first step in a fork on the road, you know, you, you, you chose a path and you took that first step. And I think there's something beautiful about that because it, well, for one, it shows agency, like you chose. Maybe in a sense, even if it is illusion, free will, if you so choose to believe it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> free will yeah. to choose something. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you're always stuck in this limbo state of constantly looking at so many forks and wondering which fork you should choose or, or, or wondering about when you can get more forks. You know, so you're, you're in this huge huge maze of forks and you're like wow what am i going to do now Mm. so otherwise you're always stuck in that limbo yeah yeah and and taking that first step feels nice you know when i decided to read that bibliography on plasma you know or no i think what really was my first step was emailing that professor about plasma yeah like damn (laughs) <laughs> my first step and then it led to something more it's just and right now it's kind of a break you know i haven't really been focusing on it but that those steps felt good to take really felt yeah. good to take. where it eventually led me to fucking donate actual plasma in calexico did i tell you about that by the way no you did not oh fuck yeah dude my, my left arm was like <laughs> bruised entirely bruised for like three <laughs> weeks yeah because um, did, did you get paid they up, they, yeah i got paid a hundred dollars which is nice um, but they fucked up my left arm. I think they stuck the wrong vein or my vein was too thin and it broke. But like, as I was donating, <laughs> like my, you can literally see the blood inside my arm, like start spreading, like the bruise. Oh, like, you literally goodness. see the bruise grow. So I've never seen a, like a moving bruise. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, yo, is this supposed to happen? I was like, oh fuck no. And so they switched my arm and kept donating. But the bruise just kept turning, like growing larger as it spread until it healed and it stopped spreading but it's just because the blood still like you know spreads it gets thinner but it spreads so my whole arm was like purple and then it turned like a deep red and then a kind of a yellowish color and then a green color and then it like turned black and disappeared um fucking weird but um that is so weird it is it is a very it was a very interesting experience though you know technically homosexual men can't donate plasma what yeah, they're turned away. They're turned away at the Wow. Door. It's crazy. Even I mean, if, like, they can get a negative test for anything? Negative test on HIV, you, you can show them that... You can literally tell them that you were a virgin. But nope. Permanent. Permanent wow. ban. MSM. MSM means men who had sex with men. Permanent ban. Doesn't care. That's crazy. Or, or you can just lie and say that you're not gay. But Exactly, yeah. But that's like, kind of... Imagine going to somewhere and having the lie and say that you were gay yeah i know, you know it's so of, fucking terrible yeah yeah it's damaging but you know that small step it's a small step i'm gonna look if, i'm gonna try to get 100 bucks for some plasma bro bro are there plasma centers in, in berkeley let me see bro i mean i would recommend it just for the experience 
Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of focus on me this episode, and I definitely want to hear if you're willing to tell me how you're doing. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I I just want to sure is that is that are you are you okay as well? Because I can you know I'm I'm chilling. Yeah, I mean like. <sighs> kind of just hate myself but other than that i'm good I've, i mean i've said what i needed to say but i still feel bad <laughs> but i've said what i needed to say so well, yeah okay. i kind of I just want to sit, sit and listen to you now <laughs> okay okay thank you thank you um, yeah sure i want i want to enumerate the things that i have that i want to say so i don't forget them so you can maybe remind me in case i do Let's see. Damn. There really is just two. There's two things I really want to say. Okay. One is I want to consult you on a decision that I need to make. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Sorry, I muted my mic because it sounded cool. You were like in a vacuum. And like there was oh. no sound, but um, I was gonna say you, like shit. Oh, is he cutting out? Fuck. What, what okay. decision? What decision? Do you oh, no, okay, but okay, the decision. And the second thing is about Anna, um, okay. which I feel really bad. I feel like I'm constantly fucking talking about this. Did I love it? You need to keep talking about it. All right, all right, all right. Good. Um, the first, yeah, just to get this one out of the way. So I'm applying to two research opportunities this fall. This year, actually. So it's a really long commitment. It's a whole year, but it pays. And they're both really interesting. And I just want to give you all the reasons. And I'm sure you can tell which one I prefer. For, I don't know, actually. I don't even fucking know. But there's two things. Okay. Two, two projects that I both got accepted into, but I, I needed to choose. One is on medical anthropology. It's trying to study how different cultures of care in in like the global south you know how they how they choose uh, what are their alternative forms of care other than western medicine and how they are influenced by western medicine interesting and the other one is the biology of intimacy whoa I know, and it's this person's wanting to research a book on about intimacy and wants to study everything there is about it. So like between people, between mothers, between parents, between animals, between humans and animals, everything there is to know about intimacy and what it even means. Holy shit. Why do you have to choose? That's so terrible. Yeah. Because medical, because medical anthropology, like I'm, I'm seriously considering that as a career, you know. Or yeah, I mean, it? it seems like a fusion, um, in a way. Yeah. Like. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you are. Well, I, are you still an anthropology major? Is that yeah. still on the? Yeah, it's still on the. It's still on the. Yeah, ooh, yeah, medical anthropology is very you. What do you very mean? Very you. It's. I mean. Because I feel like you did, you were influenced by this whole lab thing and and we did talk about you know just being a doctor and whatnot uh and then yes you're fusing that with like you're studying culture but almost through a scientific lens 
Like that is interesting. That is very David in my opinion. Um, and then, and then of course, yeah, the intimacy thing, dude, that's, well, both of these are actually studying just like kind of abstract ideas through a scientific lens. They're both very similar in that way. Oh, God damn. I would not be able to choose. Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's tough. And I wasn't really like, I'm not saying like, oh, fuck, can you help me choose? You know, I'm just putting this out there. Because yeah, I'm going to choose. And I, I think, you know, like most choices, you're afraid to make the wrong one. Mm-hmm. More so than you are w- excited to making the right one. <laughs> yeah. You're scared of making the wrong one. But yeah, I don't think either of these are the the wrong or right one. I mean, I feel like you'd be happy with both of them. I think. Have you met the people like running these programs? The no, we meet both of them on Monday. So Monday night, I want to record with you and and ask, and and yeah. maybe decide with you. You know, like. But yeah, next Monday, one of them is so the one on medical anthropology is actually from someone who's from Nigeria. Mm. Um, his name's Chidi Ogu. Um, and the other one's just Stephen Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Phelps. Stephen Phelps and Chidiagu, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. So, I mean, I think what it comes down to, because it's hard to try to say either of those are more interesting or less interesting than the other. I think what it comes down to is just how you how you vibe with the professor. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, well, Monday you said next week. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll definitely be. I think I have a day off that day too. Yeah, so. absolutely. So yeah, that'd be nice. But um, yeah. So that's that's it. But so regarding um, Anna, um, you know, just uh, just before I texted you saying I was ready, I got off the phone with Anna. She um. She's in a very difficult patch, um, just stressed about working on her thesis and applying to graduate school. And I'm trying, I'm really trying to like understand what she's going through because I'm sure it's a lot. I'm sure there's this existential stress, you know, cause like college in many ways is a very safe space. Like you, you know where you are for the foreseeable future, but once that's your senior year, you know, like. Like not knowing what you're gonna do and not knowing if you're gonna make it and shit. Yeah. Getting a job, you know. It's a scary, scary thought. I'm sure it's. And and she. Like most of us. Needs to spend time wisely for the foreseeable future, and sometimes it doesn't work out. You know, whether it's someone needs help, or sometimes you know those moments when you just really need to work, but like. You're so stressed that you don't have you you choose to you know numb yourself or you, you know what i mean like instead of work you just procrastinate but it's that type of procrastination that comes from stress right yeah and she's going through that and today for instance she just she wanted to meet up and i was like you know let's let's go for a bike ride you know it's also this is also a learning process for me to like understand what 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 she needs in certain moments yeah yeah and I thought this might help, and I and I hope it did. And was it, was it nice the bike ride? It was nice. It was very nice. 
You know, the other thing is that I think we tell each other a lot of white lies. Like small things like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> or, yeah, this was nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the best. I certainly, I, I'm seeing it less and less. Like, I'm, I'm learning to just tell her, like, yeah, this is, I'm not feeling too good. or, Which is good. But um, she went back to her lab to do some more work. And uh, um, you know, had a rough patch texted me. And I said what I could. And the other horrible thing is sometimes I, I try and say things that I hope, I hope really deeply that it will help her. But I know it doesn't just from a reaction. You know, obviously sometimes you say things and it doesn't really work or help. Hmm. that's the worst feeling you know like just and it's all self brought up because like you chose to help and when you realize it doesn't you feel bad <laughs> yeah and so I don't know if I, I really helped or, or fuck god forbid you know if I made it worse but I mean it, it, for me it's if if someone's ever trying to help, that's already just enough. You know, it's 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 really hard to know how to help somebody, but I just find the gesture to be um to just it's just a nice thing to do is just try yeah. to help. You know? And that, that that in itself, just the just the attempt can can kind of give that sense of compassion to the other person. I mean, I'm assuming you're not really like, I don't think you're, I don't see you like making anything worse. I know you're smart enough to know how to, you know, handle fog. I hope, (laughs) you know, no, definitely. I mean, how do, how, like what, what it's really hard to like say something to really fucking tick someone off on accident. I mean, I, I think you can tell. Well, you know, I'm sure you, you've been in those moments where like you're you're really irritated or really distressed and the smallest thing it just set you off, you know. Yes. Make it a, the whole thing way worse. That's what I don't want to be. Uh and that I think I've already been a couple of times. But she was able to, you know, obviously go with it because I think she understands too. And like what you said, you know, just a gesture helps. And I really hope that's the case because sometimes I really think I, I fuck it up hard. Mm-hmm to say the wrong thing and and uh, i just gotta learn maybe to just be there sometimes as a as a person as a, as a shoulder to lean on instead of needing to be this person oh yeah who can say the magic words and make you feel yeah I, that's the number one thing i've learned and, and i've been hanging out with taylor a lot and she has like a lot of uh you know stuff going on in her life as well and i've learned to just kind of just shut the fuck up <laughs> and just let people say what they need to say because literally there's not much anyone can do to help anyone when they're going through emotional distress besides just listening like listening is the number one thing anyone can do for anybody it's just not not talking and just opening up your ears because that that'll help anyone i mean like what we just did today i don't like this has helped me david (laughs) like just you listening to me talk for 30 minutes like not a lot of people do that for people so just doing that yeah yeah and same here same here but 
Yeah, so I mean I'm I mean I guess the story isn't over because you know, she's at her lab and I missed her call because she was going home and she wanted to call me and she, I missed her call and I felt horrible because I know in those moments, you know, if you're picking up and, and you you get nothing back. Oh. You know, it was gonna be tough. But no, she she was okay with it, I think. I think because, again, I don't really know. Yeah. I, I think she's okay though, but she's just tired and she said tomorrow she really needs to work on her vacation, so tomorrow I probably won't see her. But I said goodnight and I don't know. I don't know why this bothered me. But she hung up in a way that hurt. Hmm. She Explain. said she said she said goodnight. And I said I I think I said I'll see you soon. And she said yeah, and then she hung up. Ooh. And uh, I don't know. I I don't know why why that's even something I should bring up. Because yeah, it made I, you feel a certain way. Uh, well, um, yes. <laughs> yes. So that's why we're talking about it. Doesn't? Okay, yeah, that's a need... good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. And and I hung up and I asked my text you, "Okay, I'm ready." And I felt I have I'm not I felt I I didn't feel the best. <laughs> pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, I didn't feel too good, and I won't lie. Like in these moments, in these episodes, it, it is, it is a weight to bear. But it's a weight I'm happy to bear. But I want to be realistic with myself and say that yes, this, this does take a toll on me. And I can't lie to myself and say it doesn't. And I just, you know, I, I, I said to her a while ago, I want to love you for a long time. But in these moments, it's, that time feels very, very long. It's like, it's like you work out and, and, and you know, you do like 10 reps and then someone <laughs> just suddenly says, okay, do 60 more. Hmm. No. Yeah. <sighs> tough and times in relationships. But it's not even tough times. As in, no, I don't think this is. Not a tough you know, time? I've always associated tough times with fighting. Maybe that's just with my parents. Like, that. those are the tough times. Yeah. You know, oh, fighting. And, and we haven't really fought. Um, you know, I, 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 maybe I'm naive and I'm thinking this, but I really hope that we don't. We aren't that 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 partnership where we would fight, especially me. I mean, I know she she had a background in debate, and she's oh, really goodness. Well, I'm not, well, I'm someone to totally concede. You know, I'm I'm not. I never argue with the needs to you know like like I remember even with Harley. You know, like when we were talking about that, that billionaire thing. Yeah. Right. Like I was totally happy. Just like I, well, I went it to him after break and said, "Like, yo, I'm so sorry, man. I don't want to make this something big." And you know. Yeah. So I, I, I really, I mean, again, I'm this maybe naively thinking, but I really don't think that we are that group. Yeah, but, but I mean, do you feel like you're getting what you need to get right now? Is you miss? Are you missing something right now in this relationship? 
No, that's the thing. Like, I feel like, I just feel like this is just, it's like, it's almost, it feels like life, you know, something that's so natural. And I, I get beautiful moments of happiness with her. And it really does feel like she's a part of me. And these moments, it's kind of like those days of just like some days you go to tennis practice and it just doesn't work out, you know. Mm. But you go back nonetheless because it's just part of you. It's like something you don't even question. No, it's even even more fundamental than that. It's like some days you wake up with like a sore back. It's not like you could just drop off the back, you know, like you can't just give up on the back. Yeah. It's it's a part of you and it's you deal with that, you know, back pain. Because you know it's just there. It's part of you. It's supporting you. Yeah. <laughs> carrying your nerves. But some days it it hurts. But your first instinct isn't to let it go or break it off or cut it off. It's to to hold on to it and to cure it, deal with it until it gets better. My God, you, you need to do more writing, David. Ah, you you I, have I a way with words. When I say them, but not when I write them. Hmm. We need to, I'll just transcribe all of these. Transcribe, bro. How's it going, uh, book? And it's just all of our podcasts transcribed. Yeah. Have you Have you read the book Pillow Thoughts? No. Is I think it like, you'd like that book. Is it similar to our podcast in a way? No, no. I mean, they're basically pages, and they're all filled with just like a tiny paragraph of a thought, you know? Of like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You can, you can probably find Google Image, like Google Image Pillow Thought book. Yeah. And, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Like it. It's just p- pages, and there's like a small paragraph in the middle. That's just like a pillow thought, you know, like you yeah. just, a thought that you just build up on your pillow. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Are you finding it now, or yeah, I, just, I don't know. We can talk about it later. But. If what? Are oh. you searching it now, or oh? No, you don't need to. I mean, you know, you don't need to. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know if you were or not. <laughs> no, I was kind of just, I was just kind of just like sitting in silence. It was just a good feeling. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, okay, that's better. That's better. That's better. But yeah, but it's good to talk about it. You know, good to share these moments. And um, so, thank you. Of course, it is. It is tough in a way, but not tough in the sense that it makes you question whether or not you keep wants to want to do it. Yeah, it's a tough that you know you will, can, should deal with. And that's where I'm at. Um, On a separate note, I've also discovered what I like out of a home from this apartment. I need it to be clean for one. Like I think I've discovered more and more that I do need it clean and I understand why my mom hates a non-clean kitchen. Cuz it really does break at home. You know, if if the kitchen's not clean and if there's like bro, I don't know, dude, when I came did I tell you about this when I came back after 10 days in San Diego? The kitchen was so Oh yeah. 
wise. Yeah, you you did tell me that is that, that is, is terrible. Horrible. People can just horrible. live that way. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, it's 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 less so on them because like they they live outside a lot, you know, with friends and all that. So they're not home that often. And if they are, they're not cooking. Yeah. I cook, you know, and that the kitchen is a part of my home too. And it didn't feel too great to come back to it. So No, it's not right. Yeah, like literal like literally trash that was still there when I left. It was still there when I got back. That is it's just not right. Yeah. I'm 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 lucky to have a roommate who actually cleans. Oh, yeah. But I was gonna say like how was your roommate? Amazing. We, <laughs> nice. it, it's dope. We just cook him dinner and then he just cleans everything and buys groceries and we just, there's never any tension or I never feel like he's not doing enough and I know I'm not, I know I'm doing plenty. So, and we're not in each other's business. Like we kind of just, you know, get what's going on. We, we just, we just kind of get each other. It's good. I can't believe I was like <laughs> upset when when they first picked him. But yeah, I got lucky. That's for sure. Um but hour and 5 minutes. Look at that. Shit, we broke it. We broke the hour mark. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, piano update. It's going well. Playing some you, good songs. We're like, doing Hannon. I was gonna say for Hannon, or have you moved on to other exercises, or are you? Yeah, yeah, and um, I've been moving a little forward. Still, I'm like not in the double digits yet, but yeah, I've been practicing, and then I've been really What's working on softening my fingers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I I mean I, there's something about <laughs> I know it's basic, and I know it's, but exercise one just goes hard, <laughs> like. Honestly, you, it, it feels it feels hype, you know, like that. It's like it's yeah. building, building, building. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But um, but yeah, softening my fingers is is what well, Ben pointed it out to me. He was like, "Dude, you're well." I, he was like, "May I critique you?" And I'm like, "Sure." And he's like, "Okay." He's like, "You need to soften your fingers." And since he's told me that, I have just been playing a lot. And I just, you know, let my fingers rest on top of the keys. And yeah, it's it's felt good. It's just made it a more soothing thing. I, I, I never realized how, um, like, mechanical my hands were while playing. But Yeah, all tense. Yeah, so I've definitely softened my hands. And it's going well. I'm just... What, what, my, I want to play piano at, like, your wedding or something, and you can play at mine. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I want I want to just use the skill. I'm yeah. excited too. Damn, man, what a what a thought, bro. <laughs> oh, I really fucking appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Damn, damn, damn. That really, really got me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, did you know? Also, like, if I do a, if I do this classical music podcast, which I really do want to do it's like dude what if i was like live performance from david chen you could bust out a piece for me bro bet i mean i, I don't know where i'll be able to find a consistent piano but 
Huh? We'll figure it. We'll figure it out. You know, this this doesn't have to be the near future. This can be whenever. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. I I feel good. I feel like I got everything off my chest and. Yeah, actually, I, I actually like the way I spoke today, which is rare. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Kind of just. <laughs> I yeah. I just gotta take my victories. I'm just glad I I liked the way I spoke because self hatred is the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I feel like there's something something more has to be said about this whole thing with Anna. I don't know why. Something please, still needs to be said. Please. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Do you know? Do I know what? What you what needs to be said? Are you holding back, or do you genuinely no, not know? I I feel like I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know. Again, a lot of this is tough because I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. You know, because I doubt that it's supposed to feel like, oh, I feel like this overwhelming sense of love every day, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's unrealistic, correct? Yeah, well, I I guess I wouldn't focus too much on what you should be feeling and instead ask the question, like, what do you need? I just... What what do Uh-huh. Well, what what do you need from Anna? And, and but you know, I okay. So the reason why I'm hesitant to think that way is that, like, I personally don't want it to be like, oh, the moment she stops providing is like that moment when love isn't there, and when she doesn't give something in return. I, I try not to think about it tra- transactionally like that. You know. Maybe that's that's not a good way to do it, but um, I guess in terms of what I need, I mean, she's been there, you know, when I go through a rough spot. Or, But I think what I need most right now is someone who I can talk to. I'm willing to talk to. You know, these few days, it's it's been rough because because she's such an all the time crunch i don't really get to sit down with her and talk you know because i know you mentioned you with molly you can just like lie down and just talk you know yeah and i did have a moment i did have a moment i i, I walked to her lab that day i called you yesterday i called you and i said oh, i was at a lab and we were walking home and i could have talked to her i could have talked to her a bit but i was just so tired and so she she talked to me instead, which is nice because I like listening to her. But I always feel like I have to hold back on talking. Why? Well, because I know she's stressed about time, and mm. and even even the call, oh. even the call where she hung up. I I told her a story, and 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 she and she was tired. I understand. And she said goodnight. But in a way that it was almost like she was waiting to say goodnight. Mm. And it and 
and uh, I have this horrible feeling sometimes that some days she just deals with my stories, you know, or just deals with the things that I talk about. And that's not a good feeling. Well, I want to, I guess I, I want to ask you this. When, when you were in really stressful situations and, you know, you're backed up on work and can't really focus on her too much. If she came to you and said like, Hey David, I just, I just really miss you. And I feel like I'm not getting like what I need. Would you be upset and flustered and yeah, like, how dare you? Yeah, but I, I mean, well, I wouldn't probably say that. I would, I would be like, oh, what the fuck? How dare you? But I can definitely see how that's like, fuck, you know, I'm dealing with this and now I have this to deal with, you know. But but there's a respectful way to, to phrase it. It's It's not like you're demanding something. You know, it's not like, hey, like you need to focus on me. I know you're like your life's fucking <laughs> just not going the way you want it to, but focus on me. There's there's a respectful way to put it. Like, I am a believer, like, in relationships, that no matter what the fuck is going on, if you compassionately let the person know how you're feeling, there shouldn't be a problem. Like, there shouldn't be an issue. But but, here's an example of when it wasn't compassionately done. Remember, when my brother got arrested. From beating my dad up and I call Molly just to because mm-hmm. I just wanted someone to talk to and she kind of used my vulnerability against me and asked uh, about us and asked about how she wasn't getting the attention she needed now that is bad timing <laughs> yeah now that's not I, that, that's I've not done just, compassionately yeah but I mean if someone approached me and I wasn't in a too much of a vulnerable state and just said like, hey, dude, you don't have to do anything a fuck about this. Like, you don't have to do anything about this. Because I know your life sucks right now. But, like, I don't, <laughs> like, I just miss hanging out, like, talking to you. And I feel like I haven't talked to you in a long time. Like, I just need to tell you that. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Like, I'd want to know that. Right? Mm-hmm. Would you want to know how Anna was feeling? Like, if she wasn't feeling well, you'd want to know, right? Yeah. Yeah, and she does. She, she has been telling me that recently, and and I, yeah, you're right. I do appreciate that, and I think I'm learning. And I think I was a hypocrite before because I ask her to be completely transparent with me, and yet a lot of times I hear myself hold back on telling her how I feel because I'm just afraid of how it might affect her. You know, yeah, how on edge she might be on a particular moment. I'm always afraid that it will it will make it worse. Like, oh shit, you know, oh, he's not feeling good at all. You know, but maybe, maybe it just somehow ironically make it better. Yeah, I think that's really how you can like that's how you'd really like deepen a bond is just no matter how crazy things are, you can just look at your significant other and just like block everything out and just take a moment to empathize with each other and just understand each other and then you can go back <laughs> to you know trying to put out all the fires yeah exactly 
Thank you. Yeah, this helped a lot. Yeah. I feel, feel a lot better. But I mean, that's like the, the number one theme of this podcast. It's like all thoughts and emotions <laughs> deserve validity no matter what. Yeah. Nice. All right. I think I'm I think good to call it here, man. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I needed to talk to someone today. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I think I'm good. Let's see how long this was. Um, holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. That's a record. That is, right. that is a record. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. It's crazy Dude, that we've oh, never done two hours. Yeah, no, no way. But how the fuck does Joe Rogan do four hours? That's, I was just about to say that. He's done a six hour before. He's done, yeah, with, with, with multiple people, with, with Elon Musk. Or, yeah. Or, like, that guy's a fucking machine. Dude, I mean, like, I, we just kind of poured our hearts and souls out and that only got us an hour and 15 like at this point it would yeah. just be making shit up i mean i mean does 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 weed really help with this we need to try it at least once both of us at the same time yeah i guess so i guess i guess it actually works well and also i mean we talk so often that i mean i bet if, if we didn't talk to each other for like a month or two months we could go two hours Maybe, but I mean, there was, you know, when when I went to San Diego for a while, you know, we didn't record for yeah. like four weeks. But at that point, like so much happened, like it's, it's almost like you have too much to say. Yeah. Where do you even start? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I prefer this like regular stuff. I agree. It's, everything's still fresh in memory. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. More details. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, today... This oh today was <laughs> today. Wait, how do we do it? Oh yeah, this is how David Chen and Cal Slotten felt on Tuesday, August tenth, twenty twenty one.